Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Wednesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down three cents at 5.19 and a half. November soybeans down, or I'm sorry, up six and three quarters in the November beans at 12.05. Uh, December Chicago wheat down one at 7.33. December Kansas City wheat down three and a half at 7.36 and a quarter. December spring wheat down a quarter cent at 9.54 and three quarters. If you are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. If you are watching on YouTube. Uh, thank you for helping me out, guys. We hit 3,000 subscribers. Let's get to 5,000. That's my goal here. I think we can do it. So if you are watching, but you are not subscribed, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the like button on these videos. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right-hand corner for $49.99 a month. I send my subscribers a ton of informa- information uh, direct from me. You'll get my morning email, which goes out every business day at 630 a.m. Central Time. You get my text message service. You get my subscriber-only videos in which I really break down everything from grain marketing to grain markets. Today, I'm going to do a a discussion of the U.S. supply and demand situation and what it means for corn, soybean, and wheat prices. This is a monthly subscription. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. No other fee, no other obligation. I will not try to sell you anything else. I promise. We had a USDA report yesterday, and the report was uh, largely bearish. The soybean market in particular Uh, in particular, uh, maybe bearish the corn market to a slightly lesser extent. Uh, Let's look at the yield numbers first. Um, USDA increased its projection for both the U.S. corn yield and the U.S. soybean yield. This is the uh, uh, corn yield numbers and the changes versus last month state by state. Uh, We actually saw some downward revisions to the estimates for some central and eastern areas, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, all lower in regard to the corn yield uh, projection or estimate versus last month. And then you saw some marginal increases in places like Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, and Kansas. So kind of a mixed bag in regard to corn yield. We saw a small upward revision versus the prior month. It was a little bit above the average trade, yes, but nothing shocking here. Soybeans, a little bit different story. You saw some fairly significant increases uh, versus last month in the soybean yield estimates for areas of the Western Corn Belt and the Plains. Iowa higher, um, Wisconsin sharply higher, Minnesota higher, North Dakota higher, South Dakota higher versus last month, Nebraska higher versus last month, Kansas higher versus last month. So you'd got you'd have to make the argument here that rains in the month of August, in particular, those those late summer uh, rains were very helpful to crops in these areas. USDA did not change its uh, soybean yield estimates for Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Kentucky. Those numbers left unchanged. So you saw these these increases and some fairly substantial increases in um, some of these areas of the Western Corn Belt and Northern Plains. And that was the reason for the upward revision to the bean yield. Now, when you look at the uh, the breakdown here in terms of the numbers, corn yield came in at 176.5. That was a half bushel above the average trade guess. It was above last month by just two tenths of a bushel. Um, in regard to corn, the yield number was not necessarily the biggest issue here. That's just uh, one issue, but you know, a, a t- an increase of two tenths of a bushel month over month is not like a groundbreaking thing. Uh, these world numbers are are concerning, and this may be the bigger issue when it comes to corn. Uh, USDA knocked down some of its demand estimates. Uh, you had a higher uh, crop estimate out of the U.S. They're, they're projecting big crops in South America this year, so kind of a bearish looking uh, global number for corn. When you look at beans, uh, fifty one five was the was the um, 
the yield number, and that was up from 50.6 last month. So that's an increase of almost a full bushel month over month. It was above the average trade guess uh, by four tenths of a bushel um, at 51.5. So that's that's a bearish number in itself. You look at the bean carryout number for the United States, 320 million bushels. That's an increase of like 70 something percent versus the 185 we had last month. And we knew that that was coming to some extent. The average trade guess was 300. Um, but this 320 million bushel number, when you compare it to um, overall demand, you've now got a stocks to use ratio in U.S. beans uh, being projected at the end of the marketing year of like 7.3%. Um, that's quite a bit more bearish than it was, um, you know, several months ago. And the last time we were at a stocks to use ratio in U.S. soybeans in this neighborhood was like 2016. And in 2016, guys, uh, beans were not 13 or 14 bucks. 12 bucks was like the upper end of the trading range in 2016. The last time our stocks to use ratio uh, was what USDA is projecting here. And that is not uh, science by any means, but it's it's just kind of a one argument you can make in regard to the bean market. Uh, beans on the global uh, level were even more bearish than corn. You saw an increase of like 4% in the um, a global carryout estimate for soybeans, and that's a combination of reduced demand estimates and larger crops, big crop projections for uh, South America. The wheat numbers were the lone kind of friendly item here. Uh, the U.S. numbers were mostly as expected, but the carryout number was down versus last month, and then uh, global wheat tighter uh, than expected and tighter versus last month. So, uh, grand scheme of thing here, got grand scheme of things here, guys. You've got um, uh, a soybean balance sheet that looks increasingly bearish. Uh, not a ton of, of changes on the U.S. corn balance sheet, but a little bit more bearish versus last month. And those global numbers for the row crops uh, really don't look too good. So mixed bag here. The, the soybean market, I would make the argument, is the one that concerns me the most, not only because we have this bigger carryout number, but also because the pace of exports is very slow. USDA did not touch that soybean export number yesterday, the projection. And uh, in my view, that's a number that needs to come down. Uh, the pace of sales and shipments is, is just not where it needs to be. Uh, speaking Speaking of that, corn and soybean shipments are still soft but improving. Uh, we know that there was hurricane-related damage and delays at the Gulf that have resulted in several weeks now of slow export inspections. Soybean exports or, or in, soybean inspections um, for the week were up 90%, 1.6 million metric tons. Still, still, that number was below the same week last year by 35%. We were like 2.5 million last year. Um, total soybean inspections for the year, for this marketing year, which of course just began on September 1st, are down 64% year over year. And a lot of that, of course, has to do with the hurricane and those delays. But uh, how do you make that up and can you make it up quickly? I'm, I'm not really too sure. Uh, corn inspected for export down 14% on the week, down 12% versus the same week last year. Total corn inspections for the marketing year are down 36% versus the same period last year, again, due to uh, hurricane issues at the Gulf. So the, the corn concerns me that the soybeans are much more concerning because USDA, again, has this uh, fairly lofty export projection on its balance sheet, at least relative to what I see in terms of sales and shipments. We did have a crop progress report out yesterday. The U.S. corn crop is 41% harvested up from 29 last week, uh, way out ahead of the 31% average. USDA says the crop is 94% mature versus 88 last week, 86 on average. Just about every major corn growing state out there is above normal in terms of harvest progress with the exceptions of Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. Those are the only states that are at or below uh, their respective averages in terms of corn harvest progress. 
U.S. soybean crop is 49% harvested, up from 34 last week, 40% on average. States in the central and eastern Corn Belt running slightly behind their long-term averages. Most of your areas of the western Corn Belt and the plains are ahead of schedule. So harvest uh, moving along uh, just fine here. The U.S. winter wheat crop, 60% planted versus 47 last week, 66 on average. Uh, some of your HRW states, Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma, 50% done or better. Colorado, South Dakota, and Nebraska, 88% done or better, moving very quickly there. Your SRW areas in the Midwest, uh, moving along, 20% done or better. Michigan and Ohio, both 42% done or better. Uh, that crop, 31% emerged nationally versus 19 last week, 35 on average. Remember, guys, all of our reports are delayed today this week, so ethanol production will be tomorrow, uh, Friday, We'll have export sales and also Nopa Crush out Friday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time. The cattle market was uh, kind of a mixed bag yesterday. We finished the day lower in fat cattle, uh, mixed in feeder cattle. There was some cash cattle in Texas reported at 124, I believe, yesterday. Uh, we'll see what develops the rest of the week. The box beef market lower. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is marginally lower but still hovering near some uh, – uh, some of its highest levels in, in quite a while here. The uh, s and is up eight points. The Dow's up 40. The bonds uh, up just a little bit. Gold and silver higher. Crude oil is down 65 cents at 79.99. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.